Shalom, shalom. Welcome to Dominion Plus Life with Grace Henderson. I am so excited that you have tuned into this podcast today. We pray that the blessing of the King will be upon you. Let's get right into this week's episode. This week's episode is, is about carrying, becoming those carriers of pure revival fire to the globe. You see, God often used fire as an instrument of his power. And also fire symbolized that God's holiness and his anger against sin. Now, often many in our generation have an inquired of the Lord, send me your fire. But there is very little realigning in the sphere of holiness. Now, holiness is not to facilitate a belief of, of religiosity and traditionalism. It has nothing to do with what you, you wear. It has to do with the condition of your heart if you are determined to live holy before God. And so holiness just bring us to a place of purity and to be set apart and and sacrifice unto the Lord. Other words, that our lives are lining with his life and his word and causing the word of life to come and do something awesome from the inside out. You know, God is holy and he spec holiness from his people. Apostle Paul, he tells us in Romans, the 12th chapter, verse one, he said, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your body as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to the Lord. This is your true and proper worship. So true or authentic holiness and being committed to live it out loud, we will have to, we have determined that we're going to maintain our place and perfect afresh into that, that sphere of righteous resolve. Now, this is very important, especially if we are going to be carriers of that pure fire of revival in these last days. You see, God ordained us, his joint heirs with Christ, to, to be containers who carry the fire of God to the nations. But some assume being fire carriers, it means to get into the spirit of the emotional preaching or emotionally responding, and it's not so. This fire release, it carries the pure oil of God, and it has the enabling power to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to restore broken relationships, and bring about divine opening that release resource from the portal of heaven. I like the way that Psalms 24 verse 7 says it. It said, lift up your head, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting door, and the king of glory shall come in. Now, this scripture is speaking about the ancient gates. The ancient gates, or, or the doors you may want to call it, are portals to, of access that will, will access into that third heaven. You see, there is a demonic influence in which angels travel from heaven and back again while provisions are being released or delivered, you may want to call it. 
And God gives us revelation on, on the whole process. You give it to man. You see, a lot of times you, you don't understand why things are taking so long. Because there's a long road to get to you. You see, in, in Daniel, the 10th chapter, verse 13, he informs us about the priest, the, the prince of the, of the kingdom of Persia was withholding, standing in opposition of the angels for 21 days. And then comes Michael, one of the chief angels, came to help fight through that portal in that demonic land of Babylon to give Daniel understanding. You see, wisdom is the principal thing when we get understanding. It's a principal thing. It's a chief thing. It is the missing link to take us from point A to point B. In Genesis, the 28th chapter, verse 12 and 13, it tells us he had a dream and behold, the ladder was set on the earth with its top reaching to heaven and behold, the angel of the God was ascended and descended upon it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord, the God of your father, Abraham, and of the God of, of Isaac and the land which you lie. I will give it to you and to your descendants. Notice that those verses are a wonderful account on how God revealed a porter in a dream to a man, a, a prophecy to Jacob's destiny. You see, we got to understand this, that we are in the sphere of time where the portals of heaven are open and they are open wide. It was never our loving father's will for his church or his ecclesia, you may want to call it, nor his people to become refrigerators. Vice being becoming containers fueled with the fires of God. You see, this pure fire carrier don't mix strange fire and attempt to convince others it's the pure fire of God from the Spirit of God. It has the power of God. It is dunamis in it. And there's no signs, no wonders, no evidence of the kingdom. In the Old Testament, we see where there is a strange fire and it opened the door to judgment. It calls something to show up. In Leviticus, the ninth chapter for 23 and 24, it shows us that Moses and Aaron, they went to the tabernacle of meeting and came out and blessed the people. And then the glory of God peered to all of the people. The fire came out from before the Lord and consumed the burning offers and the fat of the altar. And when all of the people saw it, they shouted and fell to their face. Then in Leviticus, excuse me, uh, the 10th chapter, verse one and two, we'll see that the sons of Aaron took, took the incense and put it in the fire and put incense on it and offered profane fire before the Lord, which he had not commanded them. And so the fire went out from the Lord and devoured them, and they died before the Lord. 
Now these sons of Aaron aim to do what some do in our day, regardless of what the instructions is. They were given them, they were attempting to do things their way. I'm going to be the God of my own life. That was their mindset. How many times that we come to the place, we want to do things our way, but we want God's results. You see, the fire consumed them. It was a divine statement or perhaps a message from God. So it's important, don't be lured into the sphere of releasing strange fire process. You see, many are still doing this in our day. And it's very, very dangerous. The two sons of Aaron caught up in that religious excitement as a moment, attempting to return and, and compliments to themselves, vices God. And it backfired on them. Leviticus, the 10th chapter, verse 3, it tells us Moses and Aaron. This, Moses said to Aaron, this is what the Lord spoke, saying. For these who come near me, I must regard as holy and before all of the people, and I will be glorified. So Aaron held his peace. So if God is not uniting the fire, we better not attempt to, to create a self-produced fire. God will still respond like he responded in past times. Please be mindful. Our God is a consuming fire. We must, we must pay attention to this in these last days because there are arising that many will say that the fire is of God and it is not. You see, when we carry the message of, of God, that, makes, that message of hope, healing, and a cure, that message of the kingdom, that message of reigning and ruling, literally fulfilling the mission, executing the ministry of Christ, it will cause folks to change their story. And it will cause them to change the, the system that they have been facilitating under and they haven't applied as the reality of their life. There's only two systems in the earth. The system of the world, which is the Babylonian gov the governmental reign in is reigning. And there is the system of God, of the way God does business where the demonstration is effective and it is manifesting the reigning and the governing grace and most of all, the government of Christ. And God has given us a choice to see which one we will be under. You know, Zechariah, he, he said it in Zechariah 2.5. He said, he said, I say the Lord will be a wall of fire all around her, and I will be the glory in her midst. The wall of fire, it reveals the glory. The fire of God provides divine resources that will stir up a momentum for kingdom initiatives and implications. 
A fireless people is a powerless people. The fire is not what we see in our day executing emotion and balance. It's a thornet has a learning provision, the supply of God, the power that, that is activates the purpose of God in tangible ways. It will birth the infallible proofs that reveal the realities of heaven, the very word decree from Genesis to Revelation. Ladies and gentlemen, where the divine fire is, there it will be the Chicana glory. We must understand going to the dominion equipping station will, with a mindset not expecting heaven explosion. Heaven's explosion wants to invade your garden of life. Heaven's explosion wants to ex you to experience what others said you could not experience. We must also understand that when we step in that place, that we are not going to come and say, God, I don't expect you to show up. You see, if I come and expect not a heavenly explosion, it's like leaving the house with no shoes. You'll feel empty and lack of something. That's why many believers in our day are walking around in the sphere of having empty containers and desiring something to fill it up. They feel displaced. They feel like they, they have lack of understanding of who they are or what to do with life. God wants you to be a furnace container. You see, during Azusa Street outpouring, there was tangible manifestation of miracles that caused Christ's kingdom revolution to, to be recognized around the globe. You remember what Jesus said in Matthews 28, verse 19. Go ye and make disciples of all nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Notice our commission is designed to bring evidence of kingdom realities. Where there is genuine faith in Jesus Christ, there is the fire of God. You see, our enemies, the world, the flesh, the devil will, will, will try to extinguish the flame and mold us into that Babylonian image. But we, can and must live in the dominion, identity, and image of God that he ordained and he impregnated us with. This is not just on Sunday morning. This is not when I get around the believers. It is a daily reality. So revival is the visitation of God, which reestablish us and awaken us to the, from being asleep. It will restore a deep sense of God's near, his presence is near you. His holiness is in you. It's something working on the inside, creating a climax of heaven on the outside. And so the climax must be set for outpouring. 
God had many, many of us on this page for years, crying out to him and positioning ourselves for a spiritual awakening that will restore passion, renew the righteous commitment and determination to, to, to wear the garment of God that he ordained and, and be faithful as we wear it. But we must understand our aim or perhaps our ultimate goal should be we are winning the loss, modeling the kingdom of God and revealing the heart and the life of our Savior in, in innovative ways. Please get this. God desired to release rain and fire and to bring a renewal to visit the entire globe. It's up to us. What we gonna do? What we gonna do? What are we going to do? Are we gonna stand around and watch the nation go down in a tube? Or are we gonna cry out for God, for the mercy of God, and for the grace of God, and for the joy of Jesus? Are we going to sit around and and look at what others are not doing and 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 not participate? That would be foolish. You see, since the ancient of days, God raised up a people who he sanctioned to be fire carriers in their day. And today is no different. See, we must understand there is a prerequisition to become more pure fire carriers or perhaps that torch carrier. Many of us may say, we want the glory fire carry, be a fire carrier, but there are some of us who don't want to, to be the righteous representative that, that operate with the law of purity and passion for it. You say, Apostle, how do you not do that? One, you have, have a holy determination to please God. Two, maintain a heart that is willing to be available for the service of the Lord. Three, Display the shepherd's passion for others. That includes the hurting, the destitute, the dying, those you don't like, those you like. Four, maintain a heart committed to the word and be a hard rock word steward. Challenge come what the words say. Folks are acting up, tripping and flipping and acting foolish. Go back and see what the word says. Because you're determined to, to be that, that steadfast, unremovable word steward that will not be denied. And the fifth one, be determined that you're going to perfect into new spirits of growth and development to enhance being a steward or a vessel used by the master. If we want to see it and encounter these and much more, we've got to increase our spiritual hunger. We, we have got to provoke a life of divine hunger. We must understand it is not for our own sake or our own benefit, but so that we can pour on every kinder of people. I like the way Revelation, the seventh chapter says, 
verse 9 and 10. It said, all the nations and kinders of people and tongues stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms in their hand, and cried with a loud voice, saying, salvation to our God who sit upon the throne unto the Lamb. Let's be the people who get on fire and stay on fire for God's purposes. You see, first we must cut. Cut out the excuses. Cut out the reasoning and be determined that we are going to get in the river stream of a God and get fuel with his wonderful resources and take them to the global community, leaving no one out. Jesus has invested in you. And greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Regardless of how dark it looks out there, we can stand strong and we can say, I will not be defeated. I will not quit. And I will not give up. I'll hold fast to the promises of God. Let's do it and give our king the glory. May you have encounters with God that will go down in history. Not only it change you, but the wine will pour and the fire will blaze, burn away everything that hinders God's will, whether it's in you or those you encounter. Let's manifest his glory and give Jesus all the glory. Thank you for tuning in to this week's podcast. And we pray that it's been a blessing to you. Let us hear your testimony. Hear the things that God has done. And let's be those vessels. Cry loud and spare not. We are determined to win at all costs and takes. Because... Jesus has invested so much. Send your testimonies and your story of victory to His Love Reigns at iCloud.com. Or you can go on our website, Dome Life, D O M Life. Dot me, M E. Let's, let's. Fill the earth with the glory, and let's celebrate the goodness of God. Shalom, shalom, shalom.